welcome to Character Crunch episode 158. Uh, 158. <laughs> My name is Dave Moore. Joining me is electrical engineer by day, Jeff Daly by night. Jeff Daly. Oh, yeah. When I'm an electrical engineer, you can call me MJ. <laughs> Jeff, tell me this doesn't get you. Oh, man, it's over. That's it. All right. <laughs> Before we get a copyright strike for that, um, tell me, Jeff. Everybody knows why we're here. Come on, guys. We we missed a week. Jeff was at some speed running convention. Yeah, I'm finally right? finally home in the home office. In the home, the home office. Uh, yeah, Greeny, Greeny, and I already did discussion on this, but it wasn't exactly family friendly, so I didn't put it up on this feed. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's a thing. But Jeff, tell me for real that that opening the that opening Marvel logo did not get you hyped. What Come opening? On. Like the Marvel the opening Marvel? The yeah, opening, yeah, yeah. The the opening Marvel logo that took like the nineteen sixties Spider Man theme song and like waved it in with like a full blown like orchestra. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. What do you think of it? Oh my god! And some of the that sitting in there in the theater, just, just you know, just I'm so excited right now. I've never been so excited for a stupid movie in my life. <laughs> um, interesting. Other thing is Sony's logo got first booking. That was interesting. Yeah. The first thing they showed is the Sony logo. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's Spider-Man: Homecoming. Come on, get on board. I get on the hype train. Okay. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? It's been like two weeks. Get out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm debating whether I'm seeing it twice this week at this point, okay? Twice. Oh, you're seeing it again? I'm seeing it again for sure this week. <laughs> Am I seeing it again twice this week? That is a possibility. <laughs> for sure once this week? Yeah, for sure I'm seeing it once again this week. Okay. Uh. For there is a possibility that I end up seeing it twice this week. What's the possibility? Oh, just just depending on who ends up going. Just mm-hmm. see if we end up going instead of you know just relaxing and chilling, mm-hmm. shooting some b-ball outside the school. Um. So Jeff. Yeah. Before we get into spoilers, because there's a crap ton of spoilers, right? Yeah overall thoughts because you and I you and I went out the other night and I said we can't talk about it so yeah. what are your best, overall thoughts I think I think it's not an argument that this is the best Spider-Man movie we've ever gotten it's the best Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man 3 <laughs> that is 100% accurate of course um no, I I think I think overall this is there there isn't really an argument to defend even the Tobey Maguire movies. Even Spider-Man 2, which is a really really good movie. Like even to this day like that movie holds up. This is the best Spider-Man movie we've ever gotten. I saw it with my girlfriend and her mom. And and her mom's uh, they both said they liked the last Spider-Man movies better than this one. Oh, no. I tell him, no, you're wrong. <laughs> I said, oh, this one seemed a little bit too lo- too young. I was like, he's it's Spider-Man. He's supposed to be young. <laughs> he's supposed to be young. That's the problem with all the other movies. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the, you're you're kidding, right? No, tell me, no, tell no, me, I'm this is kidding. not a real. Oh my god, Jeff! No, don't tell me there's people in the world that say things like this. There are. The Andrew Garfield movies are absolute trash. Both of them. <laughs> they are not good movies. They are bad, bad movies that Sony put out just so they wouldn't lose the rights. Andrew Garfield hated playing Peter Parker. Hated it. He, <laughs> in interviews, he he would say that he would do anything to get out of his contract. Yeah. Because he hated it so much. Because he knew that what he was making was bad. 
he felt like he was soiling his own name as an actor by Jeez. playing this really bad character in this really poorly written Spider-Man movie. And I mean, to be fair, he was. These movies were bad. He's not playing. It's not a good story. Yeah. Gwen, Gwen Stacy's death, despite being one of the most important moments in, in comic book history, period, right? Yeah. Was done so poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm 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 an easy person to, to get tear jerky in a movie. Like totally, totally wimpy, perfect, like super easy to get. I can get it in all sorts of stupid movies. Nope, not not even a not even a little bit in Spider Man. The amazing Spider Man movies. Toby McGuire. But it was amazing. Movies. Toby Maguire movies. Jeff. Yeah. I will defend Spider-Man 2 to the end of days, despite the fact that the CGI does not stand up. And yeah. despite how how basically they're a way to to make him emodiate with him to have his mask come off all the time. Yeah. Um the organic web shooters is stupid. Peter Peter Parker is supposed to be a scientist. Nothing about Peter is scientific in the Tobey Maguire movies at all. Um, he didn't do anything. He just got bit by a spider. Now he can shoot webs and has spider sense. Oh, yeah. So people who are... I've actually heard the argument, Jeff, that people think that's a cooler idea, by the way. That people what? think that, that he should that he should have, have organic spider webs. Hey, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How how did anybody walk out of this not saying that was the best Spider-Man movie? I don't I don't understand. <laughs> so go ahead. So like you don't get the web slingers. Like if you're uh, if you, like the original Spider-Man, the radioactive spider just gave him heightened senses and like the ability to crawl on walls, right? Yeah, and and the ability to climb on walls, spider sense, right? The yeah. the ability to have super super heightened senses, and he kind of heals a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Like like he can take he can kind of take a little bit more of a beating than a normal person. But a he can, but but he's still pretty vulnerable. Like he's really yeah. he's he's not he's not you know he's not Wolverine. Yeah. Like, but he he will not get hurt as quickly. That's why he he's like Rocky. He he can yeah. get beat up a lot. But that's it. I mean, that's the original the original Spider Man, the original Peter Parker. That is it. Yeah. Which is incredible that he built those web shooters. He makes that web fluid. That makes him so much more vulnerable. People could break them, right? He can yeah. run out of web fluid. That is way cooler than. Like his his moral dilemmas preventing him from being able to shoot webs. No, nobody cares to realize that that the the Tobey Maguire movies, what they're hinting at is Man Spider. That in in all those movies, yeah. And does anybody remember the Man Spider arc? You know Do about you? this, Joe? Yeah. No. So there's a point in which. In, in some of the comics and, and also the cartoons from when we were kids where um, Peter is is actually somewhat kind of mutated by the spider bite. Oh, yeah, and he gets those arms. Oh, yeah, I remember and that. He starts, and he starts turning into a spider. Yeah. <laughs> like this giant spider, kind of like the lizard, right? Yeah. And and it's it's a it's a fascinating arc. It really is. Like it really does have its its place in the history of Spider Man. But it's not. It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's stupid. It's really stupid. Um, but but uh, but for at the same t- at the same time and at the same point, you can enjoy that. So Jeff, your your wonderful family thought that he was too young. But the real question here is, Jeff, what did you think walking out? He was too old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was too old. <laughs> I thought it was really good. I thought I thought it was easily the best Spider-Man movie. Yeah, Wait, without without a question, it's it's so well done. It's so well portrayed. 
it is the, the most true to the character ever. Guys, if you have yeah. not seen Spider-Man Homecoming, this is when you tune out. Okay? Go see it. Do not. Seriously, there is there's one big spoiler in this movie. Okay? There's one huge, major spoiler that, that I did not see coming. I saw not that even, coming. Not even a little bit. I did not see it coming. And that is worth not being spoiled to see this movie. Just go see it. I know there's a, I know there's a few listeners out there. There's a few of you guys who, who like to just listen anyway. Don't. Just don't. Just go yeah. to the movie. Please. Please. <laughs> 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 um, Jeff. Yeah. Favorite favorite thing about the movie. And you can and we can spoil now. They made the villain kind of like Wilson Fisk, where they gave him a reason why he's a villain. Not just yes. because he wants to be a villain, but because he has like a family. Yes. The... And, and they tied it to he became a villain because of like the role of the Avengers. Yeah. So Adrian Toomes, aka the Vulture, played by Michael Keaton, was was a guy whose responsibility it ended up being to kind of clean up after yeah. the Battle of New York, and basically the government damage control stepped in and said, "This isn't your job anymore." Yeah, but in which case, losing his job, needing needing the money to take over, he started taking Chitari tech and and. Iron Man armor and all sorts, of, all sorts of stuff from all over the MCU. Not, not even that, Jeff. Yeah. Did you see the references in some of those weapons? Because uh, he's, he's got at, at, at one point they've got a Doc Ock arm from the Tobey Maguire movies. They, they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's like a glorified weapon gun, but it, it is. It is by far like an obvious like. That is definitely a Doc Ock arm from the original Spider-Man trilogy. That's great. Yeah, like just throw it in there. Why not? It's not. It's not even related, but it's super <laughs> cool. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Um, no, using using this world that's already been built and established, right? Yeah. To create a reason for this guy, Marvel has this problem. Okay. Yeah. And this is me coming from being a huge Marvel Studios fan. Okay. Yeah. I'm aware of this. I'm not, not going to be shy, but I like 90% of these movies, except for like Hulk, right? I even kind of like Avengers 2, despite it's got lots of flaws. Um, they have this problem where they will just basically obliterate the villains yeah. because they don't work. Aldron is a perfect example. Uh, Malekith from Thor the Dark World is another perfect example, right? Uh, yeah. Of the worst. Of the worst of them. Adrian Toomes, on the other hand, is one of the the major standouts of all of these villains. And of, of all, the, all the villains, he's mm-hmm. one that I would like to come back. Yeah. <clears throat> they didn't kill him off either. Right. And they and, and that was a moment, Jeff, in the theater where I got yeah. a little bit angry. Is when he was like burning in the thing. I was like, no, 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 no! Like, don't you dare kill Adrian Toomes right now! <laughs> like, don't don't let him die of this. And and Peter saves him as yeah. Peter would do. Yeah. And it's like, oh God, thank you, Marvel, for doing this right. Yeah. In every made other it. Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man movies, the villain always dies, and it's always not his fault. Like, it's always an accident. Yeah. Like, please don't do that again. Like, please, <laughs> please, please, please do this right. And they did. They nailed it. Yeah. Web him up. Leave him there. Leave him there to get get caught and taken to prison, where he's going to meet Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> my favorite favorite thing is is the the new character that's based on Miles Morales. This is his friend. Yeah. Except uh, I think his name is Ned. It's Ned or Ted. It's Ned. It's Ned. It's definitely Ned. His his Peter's new friend who wants to be his man in the chair. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. is my new favorite like sidekick. Period. Like I want him in the next Avengers movie, like spinning around, like giving all the Avengers like cues. 
I like, like I like where he's doing the man in the chair in the school, and the teacher yeah. busts him like, "What are you doing?" Like, Watching <laughs> porn. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, well done. It's super honest, right? Yeah. In like the best way of like this, this is the perfect awkward moment for this joke, right? Yep. Done so executed brilliantly. He wants to try the suit on. He's always asking Peter stupid questions. Like, can you spit acid? He's my new favorite character by <laughs> far. Um, but I think if Jeff, if I'm to pick my favorite scene, okay, so yeah. think about your favorite scene, and I we might have the same one, but I hope you have a different one. The best scene in the entire movie is the ride in the car to Homecoming with Michael Keaton who's realizing that that is Spider-Man like a hundred percent. And the tension that's building in that car is so well done. Unlike there is, there is maybe not a moment of better writing in the MCU. You there, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking what my favorite, that, that's a pretty good one. You yeah. know, you know what I'd have to say. My favorite scene is. I mean, that was a really good one. I le- I liked that scene a lot. <clears throat> Where you're like, oh no, he's slowly piecing it together. Like some, like a lot of the times, they just make a villain stupid, and like yeah. they, they just, just make him so he never pieces it together, even though it's easy. Right. No. Like no. There there was a brilliance of saying this is pretty obvious. Yeah. Like if you if you look at this right. He disappeared. Yeah. He was in Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. He's clearly a kid, right? Yeah. He's got an internship with Tony Stark. Like, come on, people. Grown-ups would put this together. It's amazing <laughs> how few people actually could put this together. I'm curious if Liz Allen had put this together. Yeah. Because I think she may have, Right. And the mistake was telling her dad. <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically exposing him. You know, my not favorite... realizing, not okay. realizing what her dad does. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, she doesn't know anything, man. My favorite movie, is, or my favorite scene, is like at the end where like they fly, they fly Peter Parker to like Stark, the new Stark Avengers oh. area. And they're like, oh, yeah, here, here's your new suit, and we give you the chance to become an Avenger. There's press back there, and we're going to unveil you as a new Avenger. <laughs> and, he and, walks and, away. And, and he walks away, and he says, you're joking about all that, right? That was just a test that I passed. Tony Stark is like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's, Pepper, actual, yeah. there's actual press waiting. And Pepper walks out. <laughs> And she's like, where'd he go? He's like, he actually made a mature decision. I didn't expect that. <laughs> the the best thing about that scene, and I'm not the first podcaster to point this out, Jeff, yeah. is is that that is the way that Iron Man ended. Yeah. He comes out to a press conference and announces himself as Iron Man. Oh yeah. And he's trying he's trying to get Peter to do the exact same thing he did, which is not what Peter would do. That's what makes yeah. Iron Man and, and Peter Parker two different characters. Yeah. My God. No, brilliant. Brilliant scene. Um, yeah. I'm happy to see Pepper Potts again. Oh, yeah. I don't... I, she costs so much money, Jeff. That's usually the excuse that they give for why she doesn't show up in the other movies. That's why they were fighting in Civil War. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious at the fact that basically they're not going to make any more Iron Man movies, right? Does that yeah. mean we can book her? Can we get her to show up a little bit more often again? Yeah. And actually they can be a thing. I think we're going to see a lot less of Robert Downey Jr. as well, yeah. though. I don't think I don't think there's as much Iron Man going forward. They'll, they'll be He'll be in the next two Avengers movies. Like, that's not a question. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if we'll see him, him by himself that often. I- I, I like um, that they made Peter Parker actually what he should be, just really silly and just, like, full of puns and everything. Exactly what the comic books he should be. Right. 
no, super silly character, um, a little bit stupid. Um, one of the other best scenes, Jeff, is when he's running through the golf course. Yeah. And he can't, he has nothing to swing on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so he's just running. And it's like this, this moment shouldn't be as funny as it is, <laughs> but it, it totally works. Um, another brilliant thing about this film is yeah. the setting. The setting is pretty locked down to Queens, right? Yeah. There are no big buildings for him to swing on. Like this isn't, this isn't the same Spider-Man we've seen before. This mm-hmm. is why they, that's why in the Tobey Maguire movies and the Andrew Garfield movies, they kind of rush through the high school crap. Yeah. Like, because it's not as exciting as, as watching him swing from giant buildings around Manhattan. Mm-hmm. But the truth is he's a kid from Queens, right? Mm-hmm. He has to protect that guy in the sandwich shop. And he also has, he also gets to go web up Miles Morales's uncle. Yeah. Which confirms Miles Morales as a character within this world. Mm-hmm. which is exciting on a whole new level. Basically saying, well, when we're done with Peter Parker stories and Tom Holland retires as, as Peter Parker, we'll just move on to Miles Morales, <laughs> which is fine because Miles Morales is also a super fun kid. So basically they get to tell this story twice. Twice. I like how they didn't make this movie an origin story. They are like, yeah, you already know the origin story. Like we don't need to tell you five more times. I mean, we're just no. going to like, it's a coming of age story. If you yeah, if you don't know Spider Man's story, there there are there are two other movies you could watch to get the origin. Yeah. Right? I think even Spider Man two tells you the story again. Spider Man three, despite it being a bad movie, will tell you it all over again and retcon the entire plot of the first movie because that's what that movie does. Um <laughs> the Andrew Garfield movies are stupid. Um, but they'll still tell you he got bit by a spider, his uncle died, you get it. Right. Yeah. Um, no, Uncle Ben's not even technically mentioned, really. No, not like, really. The closest thing to mentioning is like Aunt May's still hurting about you know Uncle Ben, and I think yeah. that's all they said. You know, and it's it, it's not really clear what happened to him, and that's okay because that's not what matters. Um, you know, he died. Yeah, we know he died. We know that he was there. We know that he was a father figure to Peter. Yep, and and, and what triggered him to have the responsibility is as with great power comes great responsibility, which we're also not going to feed down your throat because you already know that. <laughs> we're going to show it to you, right? Yeah. We're going to show you that with great power comes great responsibility, but we're not going to say it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so well done. It is unlike any other Spider-Man movie. That we've gotten. This is this is where this is where these kinds of characters belong, right? Yeah. Batman. These kinds of movies, like we don't need explanations anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we get it, we got it. Just just tell me the story. <laughs> if 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 at some point you need to do some cheesy voiceover, right? We'll yeah. accept it, right? If, if we get to a point where these movies have been going on for a little while, I would like. To get kind of like a flashback origin or like a web thing, yeah. right? Just to, just to see what happened to him. Like, how nerdy was he before this? Yeah. But I don't need it. So, Jeff, I have one major gripe. What gripe? Yeah, this is this is the only thing that makes this movie a nine out of ten, and not a ten out okay. of ten for me. Okay. Yeah. His his video journal. His video that they, journal that they open the movie with, yeah, makes me really mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I know this makes me some sort of hypocrite, right? Because I've made YouTube videos every day for an entire year doing this kind of this exact same thing. Although I'm not Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I get it. All right, we're in a generation, we're in the, in the filthy millennial generation in which, like, taking Snapchats and selfies and all this stuff is stuff we do, right, Jeff? Yeah. But, like, there's nothing he can do with this. <laughs> like, he can't post it. He can't 
he he has nothing there's no reason for him to be doing this other than to pander to the audience of which they think we are right he's trying to speak to the 14 and 15 year old kids that are out there right now looking at this movie going god i want to be just like peter parker and peter parker's just like me they're trying to make him more relatable but that scene just feels out of place and stupid yeah maybe he's doing it just for his own sake yeah but but why (laughs) like i i think it's funny i think it's a really they they released it online like two days before the movie came out like you could watch that scene um before like leading up to where he's getting dropped off in the car right Mm -hmm. that scene is really really well done as as a mini webisode and there's this thing that you can watch but not as something that should have been put in the movie like if they would just cut it from the movie and just had made that like a youtube thing like i'd be totally okay with it that's in the beginning right it's the very first thing and just whenever you watch a movie again just don't watch it just skip it just come yeah. in late then it's a 10 out of 10 movie i yeah no i mean that's really it it is a 10 you, out of 10 you, you movie get it a it. one point off just for that yeah because it makes me really annoyed i know uh, come on jeff you gotta have <laughs> you gotta have a couple gripes of this movie it can't be a 10 out of 10 nothing nothing yeah. in the, nothing in here bothers you no that's, that's i mean there's stuff every, every everything here is a trope Right, it's all been done before, right? Yeah. The girl that he's he's gonna go out with ends up being the daughter of the villain, right? Yep. But you said you saw this coming. I didn't. I didn't see this coming at all. Oh, that part? No, I didn't see that coming at all. Okay. No. <laughs> what did you think? What do you think the spoiler that that you saw coming was? MJ. Oh well, that's not MJ. That's not Mary Jane. That I know, is. But they reveal who is. Mary Jane is in this universe. They've confirmed that. No, no, um, she she's in the end of the movie, Dave. No, 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 they, no, 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 no. That's Michelle Jones. She's oh. a new. She's a new character made up for just these movies, and they haven't. They they're not confirming whether they'll end up dating or anything, right? And, and wait, 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 wait. They call her MJ, but she's a different person. Yes, Jeff, I know, right? You're trying to get this big reveal out of saying, oh, my friends call me MJ. MJ what? Like, MJ Jones? Yeah, her name is Michelle Jones. She's a new character made up for these movies, kind of like Ned, but Ned is based off of Miles Morales' friend. Like, yeah. his friend, uh, Gunty, Grunty, Gunty, Gunty? I don't remember his name. Miles Morales' characters are a little bit lost to me, but he's basically the <laughs> same kid. But he's Peter's Peter's friend instead. He's a new yeah. character too. Um, but Michelle Jones is like we don't really know what her point is. Like she's funny. I'm really glad she's in there. Like yeah. where are you going, Peter? I, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but no, she's not Mary Jane. Like the 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 hint that she's MJ is not the same thing. Now, stupid. Yeah, I mean, stupid, but. I mean, she probably might just fall into the exact same role. I don't think we're going to see Gwen Stacy or or Mary Jane again for a very long time in this this universe. Um, he's a sophomore, right, Jeff? Yeah, in this I think movie, so. it's fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So if they if they do these, like I think they will. These should be every year of his high school, right? Yeah, which means we've technically got two more movies that mm-hmm. would just take place as he's still in high school in Queens. Yeah, and that's totally okay with me. <laughs> Except apparently to your family, it won't be because he's going to be young too much. Oh my god, I don't want to talk about that. That got me upset. <laughs> Look at here's 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 the here's the deal, Jeff. Yeah, when we grew up, there was there was a realization in comic books. One, they made so many mistakes that no one cares. The Clone Saga, all this stuff, right? Scarlet Spider. <laughs> It's stuff stuff that I enjoy, but can look at it and go, yeah, that we don't really know what we're doing. Stan Lee, when he wrote Spider Man, got yeah. him out of high school as quickly as he possibly could. That's why the original movie, the original two sets of movies, do that. Yeah, 
can't believe I'm calling the Amazing Spider the original movies. Um, oh my god, dude. they don't they don't even deserve to be in this category. But <laughs> they that's that's why they rushed it because that's the original like idea that is is Spider Man. Now yeah. when when we created the Ultimate Universe, right? Yeah, and put some people different people in charge of it. Yeah. There was this realization that Spider-Man is 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 super cool, right? Yeah, yeah. But he but he's also this super super relatable character for kids, right? And that's why we can all attach to him. That's why we've all been kids, right? So literally one hundred percent of everybody has been a kid, Dave. Right, but everybody also has been an awkward fourteen year old. There's there's the scene in this movie, Jeff. Yeah. Um, where where he's leaving, he's going to go go swing around or whatever. Yeah. And they're all going to the pool. Like we've all had that awkward moment. Right? Where all our friends are going to go do something. Like the people who are not really our friends, but we kind of think they're our friends, are all going to do something that's probably not right or breaking the rules yeah. a little bit. And we're all like hesitant and we don't really know what we're doing. Like we've all had that awkward moment. Yeah. Um, there's a brilliant scene in which he's He's going to swing into Liz's party. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Spider-Man just... to show off. And he's like, what am I doing? But like, like, imagine this. Like you are you are this nerdy kid, right? Yeah. Who everybody thinks is kind of a loser. And everybody makes fun of you because you everybody thinks you know the Avengers and you know Spider-Man, which the reality is you're Spider-Man mm-hmm. and you do know the Avengers. Like <laughs> so you're you're at this weird dilemma. Like, do I just use this to go show off? Like you have this, you have this opportunity to present yourself as way cooler than you really are. Yeah. And it's this, this internal like moral dilemma that's so well done. And sure. None of us are, none of us are actually Spider-Man. That we we know of. Right. Well, you know, you don't know what I do when I go out um, late at night. I do. (laughs) <laughs> you do um, <laughs> the the reality is here jeff is that that this is so it's it's such a relatable story because he's a kid yeah right it's because he's going through the growing pains that we've all gone through it's yeah. just it's exaggerated into this i'm a superhero thing mm-hmm. right we don't all have superpowers but we also He's not really going through anything different, right? No. It's exaggerated, but it's a movie. It's this. This is a standard coming of age story. Mm-hmm. Simple, simple as that. Wrapped up with a superhero story in it. Um, one of the other, one of my other favorite moments, Jeff. Yeah. Is in the post credits. Yeah. And. The way that Adrian Toomes, okay, hi, cat. Really don't want you up here. You're gonna knock stuff over and make sounds. <laughs> um, Adrian Toomes is talking to Scorpion, whose name yeah. I can never remember because Scorpion is not one of my favorite villains. Is um, that one of your favorites? Is 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 Vulture even one of my favorite? I wouldn't say that. Well, in in the all the Marvel movies, he might be yeah. my new favorite villain. In comic books, no, 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 no. In comic books, it's Doc Ock. I like the Green Goblin a lot, but I like she like the Hobgoblin more. And Venom is probably my favorite, right? Um, It's just Venom stories just go go all over the place. Venom's your favorite. Venom is something that I hope they save, and they're not going to because Sony Pictures already confirmed they're making the Venom Carnage movie by themselves without Tom Holland. Yeah, uh, that so it takes place in the the greater Tom Holland Spider Man universe, but isn't part of the MCU. <sighs> Jeff, <laughs> Sony, <laughs> Sony, stop! Please stop. Um, if if I could have it my way, Venom would be a thing we would set up in a Spider Man movie. Yeah, like somehow, somehow, kind of set up Secret Wars in Avengers Infinity War. Like, yeah. have them go to space. Like meet the guardians, right? Peter gets yeah. the gets the symbiote, comes back. In the next Spider-Man movie, he has to get rid of it. Yeah, right? gets attached to Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock becomes Venom, and Venom is the villain for the next Avengers movie. Yeah, 
if if I could have it my way, that's the way I would do it. Because mm-hmm. um, th- that would be such a good arc, right? <laughs> Black suit Spider Man fighting, and and, and and Venom because Venom is 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 enough of a threat. He can infect like all sorts of people and have a symbiote. And everybody, it, it it's this opportunity where everybody could be affected by this problem, and this could be Peter's fault. Yeah. Giving Peter the best Avengers arc other than Captain America and Civil War. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. What what about uh what do you think of uh the spider suit? Like how it has like how they turned training wheels mo- mode off and it was just like the Iron Man suit, like where it had like five hundred different com- like combinations yeah. of Spider Man stuff. So here's here's the fun fact. Everybody said this, but it's a fun fact, Jeff, and I don't know if you know it. Paul Bettany, who played the voice of Jarvis, is now playing the vision, right? Yeah. His wife, whose name is now escaping me, even though I had it 10 seconds ago, is playing the voice of Friday. Now, Friday is the suit that, that Iron Man uses after after Jarvis becomes part of Ultron and all this stuff, right? Yeah. That is Paul Bettany's wife. Okay. Who is also voicing Karen in the spider suit. Yeah. So both both the suits are actually married in real life. Um, but Karen is is amazing as as the internal suit voice for Peter. Mm-hmm. Which would you like me to turn on instant kill mode? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, brilliantly done. Um, I like that it still feels like a Spider-Man suit with a bunch of Tony Stark upgrades. Yeah, right. Like it's not it's not an Iron Man suit. It's not the Iron Spider. Yeah. Um, Basically, it's a really glorified, like, heads-up display with some really advanced web shooters. Yeah. And that's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Ned can hack it bothers me a little bit, although I think that kid might be smarter than we think, so that's okay. They're going to, it's like, a science. He has to be pretty, pretty smart. But it's a science. They're all going to a science tech high school. Like... I don't know. I I have faith in the fact that Ned could hack it, but it it I got to suspend my sense of disbelief for a moment to say this this other fourteen year old kid is capable of hacking Stark Tech. Yeah. But at this but at the same time, Adrian Toomes is a construction worker, right? Yeah. Who was able to build weapons out of alien technology. Just oh, yeah. over time, like 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 there, this is this is a world in which we need to just accept things. Yeah. Right? Hey, do you know what I never got? What? Like you remember, like Agent Toomes is robbing from the, the plane. Yeah. Like you know how they, they they spent this whole like movie bringing up like low altitude flight mode. Yeah. And like what, what does that mean? So. So what I think. What I think it meant was that the vulture suit. So here's here's the problem, Jeff. Um, do you remember Iron Man One? Yeah. Do you remember how he defeats what's his face in Iron Man One, whose name I cannot remember because he's another stupid, terrible villain. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, yeah, I know. What you does mean. he even have a real name? I'm hey, sure he does. All I'm thinking is Abomination, but that's the Hulk villain, and that was worse. Um. But James Rhodey Rhodes, War Machine. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. Rhodes is Rhodey is is his sidekick. Obadiah Stane, Ironmonger. Ironmonger. Okay. Yeah. Stupid villain. God, Iron Man villains are suffering, man. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why Iron Man. Why yeah. Iron Man was a B tier character, C tier maybe before Iron Man the movie. Yeah. It's because your villains were terrible in the comic books. Okay, you don't got source material to pull from. Iron <laughs> Monger. Mandarin is probably the coolest, and you you despite enjoying Iron Man 3, you you butchered the, the whole entire thing. Uh, <laughs> you, you made up a whole new thing. I enjoyed it. I can accept changes, but you had an opportunity there and you missed it again, the mark with the villains. Um to rely to the source material. So he defeats Iron Monger by taking him up too high up. Yeah, and it's it's a matter of the fact that he's going to freeze 
because the atmosphere as you go up too high, the same way that airplanes and stuff are pressurized, right? Yeah. It's not safe. Now that that like low altitude or high altitude thing that they tried to put in the vulture suit, what yeah. I'm assuming is it's kind of the same idea, right? Yeah. But but the problem with that is that Peter went up on that plane and was completely fine. Unless yep. unless Tony's suit was prepared for that. But he didn't even have Tony's suit. No. No, no, no. He had his crappy like like pajama goggle suit. <laughs> so the purpose of the low altitude thing or the high altitude suit, like Well, maybe it's because the uh the machinery would have gotten frozen over if he like got cold. It really wouldn't affected any any of his mechanics in his suit. Yes, but so so it's a matter of the mechanics of the suit, not a matter of the ability as a human being to survive at that height. Yes, probably. Okay, so so Peter, because he's not really running on any mechanics except his web shooters, which yeah, they never really explained it though. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> That's the problem I had with that. <laughs> um, yeah, because there's no reason that Peter should have been completely fine up there, right? If 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 he has to have a, a reason to be safer up there, yeah, robbing that plane to take the precious Avengers cargo, yeah, then then Peter should have to have something to be prepared for that too. Yeah, um, I don't know. but no, I agree with you. The the scene that we were talking about is that post credit scene talking about the the moment where he's talking to Scorpion Jeff. Yeah. And Adrian Toomes does this this brilliant thing of saying, if I knew who he was, he'd already be dead. Oh my god, that was awesome, wasn't it? I'm like, God, the humanity in this villain, right? Like yeah. the there's a matter of respect for for Peter, right? Yeah, it's because he's, Peter saved him. Yeah, he saved his life. He 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 let him take care of his family in a way, right? Yeah. Like like he he wasn't out to get him because Peter wasn't out to catch Vulture because he thought he was a bad person. He was out to catch him because the weapons and the things he was doing were completely dangerous. Yeah. He doesn't hate he doesn't hate Adrian Toomes. He saved him, right? Yeah. He, he, he he has a moral obligation to keep everybody safe, including his family, and he really did like Liz Allen. Yeah. Right? So this this moment of brilliance where he's not just gonna like completely give him out, like give him away. Yeah. Shows the humanity of the vulture as a character. <laughs> and it's like, God, Marvel, you finally you finally did the character right. right? <laughs> yeah. Mad respect. Um, the other post-credit scene was hilarious. Yeah, those are all supposed to be on the Blu-ray because apparently they shot tons of those. Really? Like not? Well, yeah, post-credit? like in the old. It's it's Captain America coming up and and talking. Oh, about yeah, how you yeah, should yeah, have yeah. how you should have patience, and sometimes patience doesn't always seem like it's worth it. Um, those were then, the longest. Those were the longest credits ever. Oh, yeah. I think in an MCU movie. Because it had not only Marvel Disney credits, I think it had tons of Sony credits too, and they knew it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I I leaned over to the couple next to me while we were sitting there, and like these seem really long compared to normal. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a big fan of waiting for the post credit scenes. I don't mind at all, but I'm like these yeah. are the longest credits I think I've ever seen. And then it's it's Captain America coming up. And saying you wait, you wait, been waiting a really long time for this, and it didn't even seem like it was worth it, did it? <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Were you there? Did you watch the movie by yourself? I did. I did watch mm. the movie by myself at Crocker Park. Oh man, did anything go wrong? <laughs> no, no. Actually, everything was great. I, I've got two things, and I've kind of told these a little bit on the story. So, Jeff, I bought. Yeah. You know the row that has the bar, the best seat. It's actually there's a picture. the The artwork for our show is you and I yeah, sitting yeah, in the yeah, dead yeah, center yeah. of this row. Okay, John pointed this out. Um, and one they put recliners in Cracker Park, Jeff. I don't know if you've known this. 
Yeah. So that's that row doesn't actually even matter anymore. Number one, but I picked that row because it used to be the best row, and I figured I wouldn't be in a recliner. Um, and then I bought a seat right between what I thought was two couples, right? Because when I bought the tickets, there were two seats that were taken, but I wanted the dead center row, but there were two seats taken on each side of me, right? Then with gaps. So I assumed that I was just going to end up sitting with, with some like in between two, two couples, right? Awkward, but seats were almost already sold out. It doesn't really matter. Um, got there, came in. I was pretty early. There was one other guy sitting up there. We were talking about how excited we were for this. He was by himself too, which made me feel better. Um, and I sat down, Jeff, and people yeah. start coming in. The seat next to me on my right hand side. Yeah. This dude came in and he just put his popcorn in that seat. That's it. And I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not really sure. That seat was definitely reserved, and I looked at it even the day after because I wanted to see if somebody else could go with me because somebody else was like, oh, I'll go. I'm like, let me look and see if, this is, if there's any seats left at all, and there weren't any seats left at all at that yeah. point. So either this dude got stood up, right? Or he this, just bought a seat for his popcorn. <laughs> or he bought a seat for his popcorn, and I'm not really sure what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he bought the seat next to him so he wouldn't have to sit next to anybody. That's weird. Um, it's very weird. It doesn't really compute. It's pretty pricey, especially there. Right. These are $21 seats. <laughs> <laughs> These are not cheap tickets because this is IMAX 3D, whatever, in Cracker Park. Okay. Yeah. Def- definitely not cheap tickets. Um, but this that was odd. And the, uh, the only problem, Jeff, really that I had with this whole, this whole experience. Yeah. Is their popcorn is so bad. It's uh-huh. so bad. It tastes like wax. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like chewing wax. And then like, then it rips your stomach up afterward too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know if you have this problem with Cracker Park popcorn or any Regal. Really. I don't go to Cracker Park. Regal. I, I regal go to cinnamon. Regal down the street for me and it's just fine with popcorn. The popcorn doesn't like make your stomach sick and taste like wax. Cause and then this has always been the problem with Cracker Park. This is not like like because they they used to be better, right? Like they used to just be a better theater in general, but the popcorn was always kind of like this. Popcorn was terrible. I also spent fifteen dollars on popcorn and soda. Why did so, you buy popcorn? Because I wanted popcorn. How, you, like, how much of the popcorn did you eat? Like half of it. <laughs> Whenever possible, I don't buy popcorn. I just buy pop. I like something to munch on in the theater. And I really like AMC's popcorn. AMC's popcorn is good. I mean, it, pro- it just sounds like you hate Crocker Park. I, I don't hate Crocker Park. Yeah, you always I, go to it. You said before that you hate po- Crocker Park. No, and you never yeah, come back no, here. Okay. Okay, no, you're right. No, I hate Crocker Park usually. Okay, here's yeah. here's the case. On, on, a, on a, a launch night premiere when the theater is going to be packed, they have an obligation to do right by the things. Here's my biggest gripe with movie theaters right now. Hi, AMC Westwood Town Center Cine- Cinema 6. Yeah. Hi. Hi, you're my favorite movie theater. You've got the best Coke machine. Yeah. You've got the best popcorn. You've got a bar, right? you got you got reserve seating. you got yeah. recliners. You were my favorite theater. Listen to me. Put your tickets up in a reasonable amount of time. Not not seven hours before the movie shows. Please, for the love of God, if you're going to do reserve seating where yeah. I need to pre-order tickets and you only have six theaters, so they're going to sell out really quickly, please put them up at least a week in advance because I still can't even buy tickets to see Spider-Man on Thursday this week. Thank you, Jesus Christ. I can buy them from every other theater right now, except for you, including including other AMC theaters. This is <laughs> West Ridge Park Square. No, 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 AMC. no, no. No, look at no. See, that's the problem, Jeff. Is you can buy Ridge Park Square. You can buy AMC the next AMC down the road. Yeah, AMC Westwood. AMC Westwood Town Center for for Thursday is not showing tickets for anything yet. Why? I don't know. It's not like these are made up times. It's not like they're going to change things. 
I just want to be able to buy tickets in advance. If I have to, if we're in a world in which I have to do that, please put them up. Don't make me stress out about it. Spider-Man Homecoming tickets didn't even go up until the day the movie came out, Jeff. Yeah. I did not take that risk. I wanted to <laughs> see it that night. I'm not waiting till waiting till Thursday morning to, to have to rush in there in a madhouse and not get a seat I want. Like that's why why yeah you can buy you can buy westwood tickets like two days in advance right why why is it only two days in advance it's not it's these 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 times aren't going to change these are things they they have planned they they license these times from the studio they know when the showings are it's a matter of whoever works there whose job it is to post showings for fandango or whatever whatever like mass media amc slash regal feeder system they have to use job yeah, somebody's not doing their job in that theater, yeah. and they need to. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody is a procrastinator who gets everything done at the absolute last minute. Who works at that theater, and I, and God dang, it, everything else about that theater is so great. Why do you want to buy tickets so far in advance? Because I just want to know that we have good seats. That nobody else can buy tickets before you, so just wait till Tuesday and buy the tickets. <laughs> oh, it's just frustrating. Yeah, I know. We used to live in a world where you just showed up at the theater and you were it was based on how early you got there. So was Spider Man your favorite movie? Favorite Marvel movie? So here's here's that problem, Jeff. Yeah. That whole docketed point for being silly selfie Spider Man. You docketed a whole point. Jesus I Christ. Did. It could be because it doesn't belong lot. it doesn't belong in the movie. For two it minutes, you docked a whole point. It should have just started when he pulls up in the car. That should have been a web thing. They should have put that up on YouTube, and we all because I saw that way before I saw the movie. I saw yeah. all of that. They put it up like a week before the movie came out. Yeah, you could watch that entire scene, including the car scene with with Tony as he's getting out of the car to go in his house, and then he drives away. Um, and as, as he drives away, like that, that scene was put up on YouTube in advance. So why didn't you just open the movie with them pulling up? <laughs> like, please, like, like at some point, maybe I'm just going to go in and cut this out of my copy. <laughs> just like literally cut it out. Just like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like literally go on to the digital file that I'll own on iTunes and cut that scene out of the movie. Just yeah. start start it where with a Sony logo and then cut to them pulling up, yeah, in the car, because that's where that movie belongs to start. <laughs> he doesn't even do it later throughout the movie, Jeff. That whole point, that whole point you docked it makes it the worst movie of all time. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just it makes it debatable for whether it's my favorite MCU movie or not. Um, I love Guardians of the Galaxy too, and and on understandable amount of, of love for that series. But you should um, dock at a whole point for that whole Groot scene at the beginning where Groot is just dancing around. <laughs> it's no. unnecessary. It means nothing. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. It's, but it's for the title cards, Jeff. It had a purpose. It doesn't even make sense. Yes, it does. It's Expl- cute. It's cute. It's fun. And it's the, this, the point and purpose of it, Jeff. Yeah. is to to display the title cards. There is no purpose in this weird selfie adventure of Peter Parker. Except to go, hey, hey, look. Look, he fought the Avengers in Civil War. Look how funny it is. <laughs> I think it's I think it's fine as a thing that exists. It's the fact that it was put in the movie is that yeah. bothers me. I think it's I think it's a funny thing. Although, but then he should have been like he should have been recording himself doing all sorts of stuff then. Yeah. Like, then I would have been okay with it. You would have docked a half a point? Half a point. Half maybe, a point. A quarter, maybe a quarter point. But but he, you, you establish his personality as this kid who likes to film everything he does, and then he doesn't do it ever again. <laughs> like, I kind of want him to be posting YouTube videos of him doing stuff. Yeah. Like, part of me wants that to be a thing he does. Saving that, getting that bike that somebody stole, Grand mm-hmm. Theft Bicycle. Yeah, I like how they saved that bike. That's pretty funny. Is this anybody's lady. bike? 
<laughs> Somebody stole his backpack. <laughs> Poor Peter, man. He can't win. That's why he's such a good character. I'm excited to see where the series goes. Yeah. Like, I'm really, really excited to hope. I hope that Tom Holland, despite the fact that signing only contracts for two, for what it sounds like, two more Spider-Man movies, which really means Avengers, Infinity War movies, and one more Homecoming sequel. Mm -hmm. I really hope they can just sign a, like a, like a, like a 20 year contract. 20 years? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, because Jeff, I want him to go to college. I want, I want them to do the whole, the entire Peter Parker arc. I I want I want to lead to the death of Peter Parker to then take the mantle of Miles Morales. Yeah. Like I want that whole entire story in movie form. Every every point that matters. <laughs> I want them to do all the villains. I want them to do, I want them to redo Doc Ock. I want them to redo the Green Goblin. I want them to redo uh, I want them to redo all of it. I want this to, especially the lizard. Please redo the lizard because Dr. Connors is one of the best villains in Marvel history. Mm-hmm. Um, so please do Dr. Connors properly. <laughs> <sighs> the potential. Jeff, do you have a character of the week? I can get one. Give me a second. <laughs> Should I go get my Spider-Man encyclopedia? You have a Spider-Man Because I have that. I do. I should give it to you. Why do you have one? Kinda, do, you, do you ever read it? I did read it. It's pretty old. It's probably not very up to date, but it'd be fun to pull like really crappy Spider-Man villains out of it. What about Magma? All right, tell me about Magma. Oh, man. They have a huge picture of Magma right here. Right? Up, 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 up. There, there's Magma. Seems really original and super creative. Okay, Magma. New Mutants number eight. Real name, Amara Aquila. She is an adventurer. Special powers, abilities, projects bursts of heat and molten rock and causes shifts and tectonic plates beneath the surface of the earth to produce volcanic eruptions. This is super cool. (laughs) That's dangerous. And yeah, but of all the scary powers, that's pretty scary. Dude, that could kill people. Most things that villains do can kill people, Jeff. Did we see what happened to the, the shocker by yeah. accident? Thanks to her seismic mutant talents, Magma is impervious to heat and by encasing herself in fiery molten rock is as comfortable inside the crane of an erupting volcano as she is in open air. Wow. Oh, yeah. Raised in the hidden city of Nova Roma in the Amazon jungles of Brazil, Amara's mutant abilities surfaced when Celine, a nigh-immortal mutant who drains the life essence of others, hurled her into an active volcano. Jesus. <laughs> just, just hurls her in a volcano. Like, I'm done with you. <laughs> The mu- new need- mutants rescued her, and she became a longtime member of the group. For a time, she believed herself to be Alison Cressmere, daughter of an English ambassador, but this proved false. That is a weird, <laughs> weird sentence. That's a very weird thing to mention. She thought she was somebody else. But she was Jeff, not. That's, that's like saying you are Jeff Daly, electrical engineer by day, Jeff Daly by night. I think I'm I'm the child of... of Mr. and Mrs. Daly, but it turned out to not be a thing. Yeah. I know, right? (laughs) Like, no, that's not how that works. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is that it? She later joined the Xavier Institute staff, working with the younger mutants. She survived. What? So here's my real question with this, this woman who can move tectonic plates and cause volcanic eruptions like everything that she can do sounds way too dangerous to ever be useful yeah well she can she can project bursts of heat and molten rock oh okay so she can she can attack using fire powers no no she she can't just she can't she doesn't have to like cause volcanic eruptions to beat people okay imagine that there'd be volcanic eruptions everywhere yeah, no, that would be bad. She survived M-Day with her powers intact. 
Later, trapped in hell with the New Mutants, she traded a date with Mephisto for their freedom. That's good information. I'm glad they gave me that. She dated Mephisto. Cool. For freedom. Is that it? Yep. That's it. <laughs> Is that great? That original, original character. I'm proud of you. Jeff. Oh, yeah. We hope you guys are to crunch it. You guys can get them over at dayspace.com. Just click on the character crunch thing page or pull down the shows tab. I'm Dave Moore. Yeah. That's Jeff oh, yeah. Daly. I'm Jeff Daly. That's Dave you Moore. Guys, we won't miss one this week. Promise. Last guys. week I was just vacation traveling and stuff. And let this get you hyped. Oh, <laughs>